What up? This is your boy, Dope Boy. And Kev on stage. Hallelujah. And we're going to start it off to the right. This is another installment of... Righteous and wretched and righteous and wretched and right. And we right back in the mix like how many grits. Is that a rap lyric? Mm, I don't know. I just want some grits. <laughs> <laughs> I hungry. <laughs> so we are back in the mix and we're ready to talk about some stuff. Uh, how you feeling today, man? I'm sad. Oh, because of what we're because gonna of what about. we're talking about, man. I'm, I mean, I'm not sad overall in my life, but mm-hmm. this topic it ain't even really sadness. It's just infuriation a, a, is a better word. Yeah, it's you know what I mean. Definitely tough. So, um, we're definitely gonna talk about it. But before we even start all that, man, I want to tell you, man, shout out to your beard, man. Yeah. Kev can grow. We thought Kev getting couldn't throw, grow a beard, but God said mm. you gonna have it. It mm. looks good, man. I'm trying something new, man. I had a little. I think it's uh, actually grow it out. I had. A, I'm gonna grow it out. I had a little yeah. facial irritation situation. Yeah, I hear looking like TD shakes. <laughs> that's, all, that's the only reason you want to bring that up. <laughs> well, no, it looks uh, good, man. I'm, I'm gonna for see you. where it go. I'm gonna see what the end gonna be. I mean, hey, you, you know, for for years you just had the bunk beds of facial hair, just the tops and the bottoms, but now you got a little. <laughs> I'm happy for you, man. All right, man. I just had to break it up a little because what we're about to talk about is uh, that'd be a little tough, man. Mm-hmm. It. it, it Okay, so if you guys don't know, it's been all over Twitter. It just got released last week. Netflix released a docu, well, a so four it's part series, a film, a film, four part mini, but it felt series. like a documentary. It's like a docu drama. No, it docu- it's absolutely it a movie. No, 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 it, but okay. I mean docu series. It's actually a, a series. It's a film broken into four parts. That would have been a long movie. It's a four and a half hour movie. Really? That's basically what it is. Okay, so it's just, it's a. It's a movie, a movie. miniseries. A mini they called series. it Five that, American Dream. I think like, they yes. called it. I think they called it limited season. On, limited on they do that to a couple of different things. Yeah, right? it's like the Jackson Five American Dream was a right. miniseries movie, but okay. it was just like four parts that were long. Okay, and it was called When They See Us, and it was regarding the Central Park Five, which was a very very famous case from 1989. Uh, five youths, black youths, were uh, black and Hispanic, black and Hispanic. Sorry, one Hispanic, that. Raymond Santana um, Jr. <clears throat> um, inner city youths, and they were all wrongly convicted of raping a white woman and um this was their story yeah so i have a couple of thoughts i actually have notes you actually took notes for this there, there's, ahead, there's things that i want to say okay One, i'll just piggyback on the things that you said okay okay we've been talking about it we have we have first thing i want to say is mm-hmm. let people learn about stuff yes mm-hmm. a lot of things i saw on twitter was like y'all don't know about this okay first of all <laughs> this happened in 1989 right okay in new york city Okay, right. I was six at the time. I would have been nine. You were nine. Joshua was negative five years old. You weren't even born yet? No. Get your young self By out By the way, here. Joshua's birthday is tomorrow. Yay, Joshy, Joshy, Joshy. So uh, once the case happened, and it basically uh, the media was like, you know, part of part of the story is the media basically had them guilty. Right. The police had them guilty. Justice had them guilty. So from 1989 until 2001, it was just, they was just there was just the, the, the people right. who committed a crime and were in jail. And so life, it wasn't talked life, about like that. Life and times were much different. Social media didn't exist back then. Social too, media so didn't exist back then. So I mean, that. it was a nationwide case, but right. but after the uproar, you know, passed, mm-hmm. you you know, you you did, it wasn't something that was talked about like you know over years and over and, and over. Years, right, right, right. So. Uh, in 2001, the the actual rapists um, con, con, confessed. Right, right. Uh, 2001 and 2002. Mm-hmm. I think they were exonerated in 2002, and they got a settlement in 2014. So mm-hmm. I heard about it first in 2002. Oh, like once it was settled. So it was one, like- No, no, no. Brought, once they were exonerated. Because they weren't settled until 2000, 2014. Mm-hmm. So that was my first time hearing about it. Um, and I don't remember even how I heard about it. But it's, it is very possible that people 
do not care about slip through the cracks. Right. Yeah. So right. like apparently, and we were going to talk about this, but I haven't. Mm. I haven't. Um, we haven't had a chance yet. Apparently, in the eighties, mid eighties, the the city of Philadelphia. I don't know if you know about this. They bombed a a neighborhood. Like they were trying to. There was a black uh, like bomb, group, like they do in war. Like mm-hmm. dropped a bomb. Absolutely on, on a neighborhood, that. on no. a, basically a group of black people who they thought were like mobilizing, or whatever. And I had never heard about it. it dropped a bomb. A bomb. They called it something else because legally you can't drop bombs on citizens, so they called it like a an entry device. It's making me more and more upset. But it was a it was basically a bomb. So uh, a person on Twitter had did a thread about it, mm-hmm. and I was reading about it, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'd never heard about this. And somebody tweeted me like, how you don't know about this? Like one, stop shaming people for not knowing I, stuff. I, I was in nineteen eighty. <laughs> right, didn't right. live in Philadelphia. Right. They didn't teach it in high school. They didn't teach it in college. My parents didn't know about it. Right. So how else will people learn about stuff? You and, know what I'm saying? Like, I remember I didn't know about Black Wall Street until I read about it. I right. never like I'm not from Tulsa. You know what I'm saying? I think I actually might have learned about that in uh, talking to your mic, Kevin. I think I might have learned. Am I not talking? You're, you're no, you just keep kind of going away from it. I don't. Is want it messing up my sound though? I mean. When you move okay. around, it does a little bit. So, uh, um, I don't remember how I heard about it, but it's not right. like it, it's it's. It, po- my point is, it's possible for people to not know about. And you things. shouldn't shame somebody for not yeah. knowing. That's how I feel about ninety percent of things that I don't be knowing. People well, should stop shaming. You don't know that's, about. That's, that's a little different. I, I also think everybody knows about, but I, <laughs> but, I you, but you see what I'm saying. I, I also right. think the masses not knowing about that stuff is intentional by the media as well, though. Oh yeah, um, you know right. what I mean. I, I think. That education is is meant to be kind of kept under rugs, especially like the Philly bombing. Mm-hmm. Right, they're not proud of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not and something you're going to broadcast. The narrative of what slavery is in Absolutely. schools. Yes, well, it wasn't slavery; it was indentured servitude, and it wasn't that bad. And the slaves were ha- kind of happy, and they kind of liked it. You know what I mean? So, if you're not reading the books, like the actual, like when I was in college, I started reading the um, actual accounts of slaves. From their books, uh-huh. you know what I mean, and then you're just like, "Oh my gosh, this is atrocious." Wait, are slaves actually wrote books? Yeah, a lot of them did. Um, I took a lot of African American classes in college, so I, that was part of the like required reading. Uh-huh. So I was really interested in it. So I started reading like a lot of Equiano. Um, um, the Twelve Years a Slave book uh, mm-hmm. movie is is based on a book, so uh, you should read some. Yeah, so I'll, I'll send you a couple. interesting read. Yeah. So that was the first thing that I thought right. was like, <clears throat> "Let people live," mm-hmm. and I'll and I'll be very honest. I did not know the specifics of this particular case until this. No, I, I, had, knew, I had heard about it, yeah. but I didn't know, like, I just knew Central Park. Before, I, I just, you know, and I think I might have heard about it when the settlement came as well. So yeah. I, didn't, I didn't necessarily know. But now. And when I say I heard about it, I just heard. Vaguely. Vaguely. Right, these right. kids. So what. And then when I watched it, I found out. So it, in my mind, they were all friends. Mm-hmm. And they all knew each other. And I'm watching the, the movie. And I'm like, nothing oh, like that at all. Right. No, just like. Two two kids knew each other. The most random of situations. And that was the thing. And I really, like, in the movie, there was, like, 30 kids in there. And I'm like, how did they even come across the, those five? Do you, I think it was just because they were young. Any five and, will do. Literally. That's they felt. That's exactly what that's that's that Literally. Was. And that's kind of my thing that, that's, I'll say this is probably the first and most infuriating thing about it. Someone has to pay for this crime. Mm-hmm. Black and brown poor kids mm-hmm. are the easiest subjects, easiest to convict. Mm-hmm. And they have the least amount of information about the judicial system. Resources, least amount it. of resources. These kids did not stand a chance at all. They were railroaded. In itself, it, it was, and and there's another. And I think you know we had, we had talked about this because I put you on this back in the day. Um, there's another another uh, Netflix special called The Confession Tapes. Yeah, and yeah. It talks about 
how they get people to confess to things that they didn't do. And you were saying that that was they get adults, adults, grown people. Yeah, it was just crazy. There was one guy on there. He was an alcoholic and like he was like drunk one night, and then he just confessed to something that he totally didn't do. It was just while he was drunk. Yes, no, no, no. That he yes, no, that he was drunk when it supposedly oh, yeah. happened, and they talked him into. He was like, well, maybe I did. I was drunk. I don't know. So it's it's very scary how people can talk you into. Because they just want a conviction rate. Like, at the end of the day, it's like quotas. I got a homeboy who's a police officer, and he had told me about, like, a ticket quota. Yeah. They have quotas. They have quotas to solve cases, and they don't well, care. Well, they know the media. They knew the media was in on the, uh, like, the, the the press was aware of it. Mm-hmm. She was white. So, the interesting, one of the things that was interesting is there was a, the reverse happened. Um, a white kid um, was uh, on trial for rape. Okay. And the jury was like, well, he doesn't even look like a killer. You know what I mean? Right. So, the uh, the same person, Linda Fairstein, um, who who we'll talk about a little bit later. Oh yeah, she let him off with manslaughter instead of murder because she was like, ah, I mean, he's kind of good looking and and people kind of don't think he's doing it. But when it came to these black and brown kids, like the thing that probably the most infuriating thing, or there's two for me. There was no physical evidence None. to connect them, Zero. and the only thing that tied them up. Was their confessions They're, that yeah, were those coerced. were coerced and forced to them by sleep deprivation and forty and hunger hour. deprivation and 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 fear under and their kids they grossly underestimated or d- didn't again. understand how the legal system if they just would have said and I'm not blaming them I'm mm-hmm. just saying if they knew right if they just would have said I'm not speaking about this right. until I have a lawyer I would say nothing like literally they the first thing you home. say is you have a right to remain silent and then they go into the next part mm. they would have just sat there and said nothing all five of them would have just been like I'm not speaking without my attorney and but, just but they're kids though they know, don't I'm, right I hear what you're not saying crazy is they, they right. don't but know they don't do they that. tell you that but that whole good cop bad cop thing oh. I want to help you and also like my son is turning 13 Mm-hmm. Uh, in a couple months mm-hmm. so he'll be 14 next year which was most of these kids were 14 at the time mm-hmm. you start pushing him around he's a little sensitive kid they're, you start pushing children. him around these, are, these weren't hardened criminals you know on the wire mm-hmm. remember how like some of these kids were like hoppers and they grew up in right. like so they getting beat up they, they understand what it, what it was, at right. least how the legal system works mm-hmm. and they don't they understand char- like them kids understand charges they understand not speaking to mm-hmm. the police snitching snitching all that, all that stuff mm-hmm. so even though they're like on the um they're in a life of crime. They have an understanding, but these mm. kids weren't weren't career criminals. They no. weren't selling drugs. They were children, so they have no idea how the legal system works. So they're not they're not just saying I'm not saying nothing. Right. And then like the parents, another thing about being poor. Oh, so John Leguizamo's uh. That, uh, uh, son, his character's like I got to go to work. Just I'm gonna leave him with my grandma right. or his grandma who doesn't speak English. Mm-hmm. Will I go to work because I can't? If I miss work, I get fired. If I get fired, I can't take care of my family anyway. And then the, and, and that it, one thing, if he's just been like, you can't talk to my son. We're going home unless you're charging him with the crime and you have evidence. If he understood that part of the legal system, mm-hmm. he would have went home. And in his defense, probably in John Leguizamo's character's defense. He probably didn't know there's somebody gonna try to railroad his kid for no, a rape. You don't even think that is legal. You don't even think it's possible. It don't. This, you don't even think. This it's is another possible. thing that I thought about too, and this is another thing that infuriated me through watching again. It kind of, I, I drew a parallel with with R. Kelly, and I'm gonna make it make sense right now. It's not just that it's just one. It's like one person's ideologies, which was this lady's. The, yeah, the, Linda Fairstein. She got all these other people to go yeah. along with this and railroading some kids that they all knew. Well, here's that's the thing. the scary part. I'm like, gonna tell with, you what you what you just brought up, which is one of the things I had. <clears throat> this documentary, or I'm sorry, this film <clears throat> proves that it's a whole system, right? 
It's a system designed. Design. Yeah. Right, right. It's a system designed to persecute. You have the media. Mm-hmm. They, so the New York Daily News put up a blast of like Linda Fairstein. They, they're like shaming her now. Mm-hmm. But on their front page during this, it was Wolfpack gets their prey. <sighs> so you have the media. You have the police. I was reading this article today that said one in five. Wolfpack, so they, wait, Wolfpack gets, Wolfpack its prey. gets their prey. I was reading this article. They they took like five thousand cops and they analyzed their social media mm-hmm. um, pages, mm-hmm. and it was like one in five cops has said something racist, something negative to black, brown, Muslims, gay people, something like like they have like hints of racism and prejudice in their Facebook posts, and it was like one in publicly. four it's publicly. So you have the police. You have the judicial system. Right. You have the money part of the judicial system. Mm-hmm. And then you have the media. And you have the, the, the jury, which is we're consumed by the media and what you're told. And kind of tied the 13th, the documentary that Ava did mm-hmm. about. Um, oh, she did that one, too. Yeah. Shout out to Ava. The slavery like to prison pipeline. Okay. Pop, uh, pipeline. Mm-hmm. And basically what she kind of connected the dots on is. Um, and I was I reread the, the, con- the Constitution. Mm-hmm. And it says slavery is illegal except when you're convicted of a crime. And it, so basically, that's, prison is right. legalized right. Yeah. slavery. Like, it's written. For profit. So it's not just, it used to just be licensed plays. Like, no, they be, like, making shirts and different, like, they. And the other parts of it is the, the that's what the 13, you watch the 13? Yes. So remember when they were talking about the the medicine is mm-hmm. profit, the, the phone communication, the food. Like, it's all more than just the things they make. It's. Mm-hmm. All of their stuff is 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 profit. Like they were saying in the in the in the movie, like a a, t- a twelve minute phone call, twenty dollars. Yeah, and these people just... are poor. Man, man, remember when um, uh, Corey's Corey was asking for ten bucks, and his mom was like, "Bro, I don't have, <sighs> I, don't I don't have nothing to give you." Ten dollars. It was just heartbreaking. It, and then when you even think about stories like the Khalid Browder story, like he went to jail. It was this bail was something like five hundred dollars. Dollars. You, you don't have it. You don't have it. Sandra Bland five. Hundred dollars, and the people are dying, man. It was just, it, bro. And what's crazy is all this happened over like the course of an hour in one night. That's like, and that's kids one of the being things. The wrong place at the wrong time. Yusuf like, Salam's mom said that in the film. She said, "You you have great kids. You raise them. You watch them, and you look away for one night." Bro. Literally, that that the thing that I, I cried multiple times through. This, I did too. Isaiah. Uh, so so here's an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Isaiah's around that age. Just yesterday, I picked him up from school, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey, man, me, you know, Dad, I, I just, you know, how he be like guilty conscience, right? You know, uh, he's a great kid. After school, <laughs> I know I asked you to stay after. You have to stay after school sometime, hang out mm-hmm. with his friends. He's like, we uh we walked um to my friend's house to pick up a scooter, and I know I didn't tell you guys, and I know I didn't ask, and I'm sorry. I don't I don't want to do things behind your back like that, and I just know that that, that you guys are expecting to be at school, and I just I, and I walked away a little bit, and I'm sorry. So me, you know, talked to M- Melissa about it, and we're like, look, when we when you say you're staying after school, Stab our right. expectation is that you are on the campus, mm-hmm. right? Don't do stuff. That changes our expectation right. of where you are. Because if I find out something happened, like some kids, you know, knock, you know, knocking things down at Seven Eleven near the school, I'd be like, "Well, it couldn't have been my son. He's at right. He's at school. He would yeah. never." And that's essentially what happened to these kids. They just like, you know, Corey's in the, the thing, and they're not. Hey, man, come to the park with us. He's like, "All right, bet Let's we're gonna just, walk right. to the park." Not you thinking nothing of it, bro. And, and and that's the thing. Like when you're black and poor, you have the slimmest. Oh my, of er, margin, margin of error. Of error. I want to touch on something because you had said this to me the other day, and it, it when you said it, it made perfect sense when you said it. 
And it it made me sad later when I watched this. Yeah. It made me was one of the reasons why I cried when you was talking about how you were ready to have conversation. I don't know if you had the conversation with your son, I, 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 or you know, I or you're getting ready to random. Like, I've had these conversations. The fact and basically what it was was you were basically telling your your children if you ever get into police custody for any reason, don't talk. We'll be there X Y Z. You know why that hurt me so bad? Why do we have to teach our kids that? We have, but, but, but we have to we live in, but yeah. we have to but it's like I don't think little white kids get that that prep talk I don't feel like you know what I mean people that come from money or different things and it's just like I think like stuff like that about Kiara as well and it's just like it's just so it's it's depressing that that's the way that it is you, and you're like, you just want to let kids be kids yes and with our kids, you can. It's like it's no. different. Like somebody can really frame you for something you did not do. Yes. So if you ever get in those situations, don't speak. Yeah, and I I felt so bad. And they said this verbatim in the film. I think Raymond Santana was said it. Uh, Junior, he said, when they see us, they don't see boys. They see animals. They see men. They see convicted felons. They don't. See, and that's the thing. Like the Brock Turner case, mm-hmm. uh, somebody actually saw him raping. Is that a the girl. dude from Stanford? That's the dude from Stanford. And then the actually judge said he has his him. whole life behind. Uh, he has his whole life ahead of him. That's he d- because man. when you when when you're the judge mm-hmm. and the jury, you see, mom, my little nephew is this, right. and he didn't mean anything by that. He's a good kid. But when you see black and brown kids, you, oh. you they were bred for crime. He's gonna have a life of crime, and and you you help create that narrative. And then those kids are marched across right. the uh, your TV screen in jumpsuits. So you're like, oh, you you associate black people with crime, right. and it's on the front page, black people with crime. It's like, um, what, one more example before you move on. No, but before you before you do that, I mean, watching this, I. Know it's probably gonna give me nightmares and yeah speaking of sleep uh i used to wake up feeling stiff yeah. in the morning uh of a lot of back pain but recently i got a purple mattress and uh, the thing is incredible it's so comfortable it stays nice and cool at night and i never have to wake up in pain i've truly been getting the best sleep i have ever had you know sleep is really important we spend a lot of time on our mattress so if you guys are struggling trying to get a good night's seat you got to try a purple mattress now the purple material is amazing because it's both firm and soft at the same time so it keeps your back and neck supported while still feeling really comfortable plus it's breathable so you're not hot when you sleep it gives you this zero gravity feeling so it works for any sleeping position now, Purple is offering a 100-night risk-free trial, so if you're not fully satisfied, you can return your mattress for a full refund. It's also backed by a 10-year warranty. Purple has free shipping and returns, free in-home setup, and old mattress removal. Now, you're going to love Purple, and right now, our listeners will get a free Purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-ride. Just text R&R, R&R. to 84888. The only way to get this free pillow is to text RR RR to 84888. That's RR to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. You said grits. You were thinking about grits. You were. I am hungry. I am hungry. So I randomly text my kids. We're on the road by the time when Uh I watch this. And I text them like the first episode. I just text them. If for whatever reason you are arrested by police, do not say nothing. Mm -hmm. Call your parents. Do not talk. Dude, no matter what the police say, they are not your friends. They're not, They're not there to help you. Mm-hmm. Anything you can say can hurt you. Do not say a word to the police until your mother or I get there. Which is a mind-blowing concept that you have to tell your kids. So my, your your children. police are not your friend. My, they're not, though. I right. know. I believe you. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, that entire concept of the conversation that being had is right. like... Yes. But just my, think about it. Just think about it. Had those kids' parents... Said that to them, this documentary would have never, this movie would have never been made, no. this would have never happened. But that no. example wasn't even, 
it 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 probably happened numerous times in like before that, right? But like with this day and age, like you were talking about, like there's no social media, there's well, no you camera think phones. People who get picked up by the police are criminals, right? You don't think of five kids who had no run-ins with the police. Nothing. So my kids, they're texting, they're like, "Yo, what, what are, are you is talking about? Okay, like what are you?" <laughs> they're like, "Oh, okay." Uh, right. So I had to talk to them about, and I, we've already had the conversation, and we talked to them about what happens when they get pulled over while they're driving. Right. They have never even sat behind the wheel of a car. Right. But you don't have the luxury Man. of Tamir Rice, twelve years old, shot so dead by the police. Bit, so we can't girl. wait until they're men to yeah, tell you them can't that. Be reactive in these things, and you, you and be... I talk to them how how to act with police. You 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 got to do X Y and Z to make sure you go home. But if you're arrested and 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 uh on, on um and the funny thing is, I'll say if you're arrested and and they're charging with a crime, you have to talk about this. My parents never had that conversation with me. My parents never had that conversation. We were living on a military base. Right. This this wasn't a thing, so you don't know. And the the, the two of the saddest things. Uh, Antron's character, mm-hmm. whose whose dad is played by um, Michael Keenan from Williams, the Wire. From the Wire, right. I was mad at his character oh, at first, man. and then I just I understood it and had empathy for him. He trying to be like, bro, I'm not doing. I didn't, I'm not admitting to none of this stuff. Right, I'm not. I didn't do nothing. Y'all lying. I don't even know nothing about no rape. And then his blah blah blah. Dad says, tell these people what they want to hear. So he's like. And that, let me talk about because that infuriated me at the time that it happened. But in a, even when because then when he went and testified at the end, he was trying to protect him. Even even a grown adult thought, okay, maybe if we give him a little something, we can get out of here. And that's the thing. And that's like, your when father the, coming in and tell. That yeah. was such a heartbreaking scene. And he then when like, the lawyer says, "Well, you, you just had your son admit to rape and murder, or not rape, rape and assault, and this, and you thought he was going to go home." And the dad's like, "Yeah, well, yeah, yeah." I mean. And the thing, and they write because the they statement. be saying that they was beating him up and then telling him, "You want to go home, don't you?" Well, they yes. blackmailed him too on the spot. And just yes. think about that. Like you talk about, like you try to train your kids to notice, but these cops were hitting these kids and the slamming cops, them against walls. Like you be starting to think, "I'm gonna die if I don't tell them what they want." Exactly. And these are grown adult. Let right. me tell you a couple of things that drove me crazy. Uh, there's a lot. Yeah. They write the statement for you. Corey's character is like, bro, I, don't, I didn't write this. I don't know. His, you signed that's it. The one that couldn't, he was the one that couldn't read. He was like, I, I can't yeah. read. Like, yeah. yeah. He bought, who, uh, what, what's the name of the actor? He bodied that he role. Jarrell Jerome. Jerome. Jerome wow. killed he, that woo. role, man. That last episode, I was like, young man, he has a bright future. I felt like it was so well done. I, I forgot. I felt like I was in the world. My, he, my heart bled series. the most for his character, too. He what? had nothing to do with Man, it. He, he was simply was going to help his, his friend. Boy, so his parents didn't kill him for losing his friend. Like, he was just like, that's my friend. When he said that, like, I, I lost. He was like, that's my that's my friend. I was just like, ah, this is, this is, this is, this is too intense to watch. And it was, it was just sad on so many different levels. He went there to go help his friend and then he ended up getting it the worst out of them all. And it's just like, here's another thought. This is a little bit off the subject, but not. It's okay. I think as black people, because there's this, this whole discussion, there's a lot of people who won't watch it, right? There's this whole like profiting from black trauma. Mm. I think you are well within your rights to say, I'm going to pass on this. Right. My wife watched the Khalif Browder documentary, cause, and that's the case that I followed. Mm-hmm. She was like, Kev, you got to watch this. And I was like, I cannot. Right. She was like, I, she watched it by mistake. Not by mistake. She was looking for something else. And right. she was like, oh, I had heard about this. I want to check it out. And she wasn't as familiar as I was. Mm. So she watched it. And she said she cried the whole time. Right. She was like, Kevin, you got to watch it. I was like, I can't. I don't. That stuff just put. I don't be. In, I, it just tears me down. Yeah, but there, there was a time in 2016 where I was afraid to drive my car. 
when there that, was a bunch of black men getting murdered by police that's the cars? time I said I remember I told you I was sitting in my car in Seattle like, driving from a show back from I just had a show by myself driving back to the hotel at a red light and I just broke down crying like man we are getting killed out here I, like, like, I, this is what this was this was a, a, a rather heavy thought but I thought this when I watched this yesterday I was like being black in America it can be a traumatic experience dangerous for real because I was just like bro these are these are kids these are kids with their whole lives ahead. And then they, I, I kind of felt like at the end, I was supposed, like, there, I felt myself being triumphed. Like, oh, they, they finally got out and they got money. And then I stopped, like, no, that this wasn't right. They got their lives taken away Those from years, them. Years that bro. you can't get back. Formative for years. Nothing. And then, and this, this was, this was the thing that made me so upset. And it makes me so upset about different crimes like this. Nothing happened to these people that prosecuted these kids. Oh, you know what? No, no, no. Not only did nothing happen, nothing. Linda Ferristein profited off of this. She wrote books. She writing book. doggone. She's just now getting canceled. Um, and that's her consequence, getting canceled. People are going to say right. many things. And then I think she says something too, like, I can't deal with the mental anguish of what people are saying. <laughs> Shut up. Don't, don't, Shut up. We- don't weaponize mental Shut health. Shut up. Do not weaponize Shut mental health. Shut your mouth. She, oh, she, she got taken off her nonprofit. She can no longer serve on the board. Oh, when dudes, when these kids went to prison, you. So I was thinking about this. This happened in 1989, mm-hmm. and uh, they were they were exonerated in 2001. Right, like twelve year period. That is basically the amount of time I was in Washington. I, I got to Washington. I was 16 years old. Left when I was 29. Right, 13 years. That's like me being in the prison system for that amount of time because they even some had gotten out earlier Mm -hmm. they were like convicted felons they were on conditional release they're working like trash jobs yeah with the with the latin dude's character even when he came home it's like they make it impossible for you to to get get a regular job when dude when dude was breaking it down he was like you see that dude over there on the uh on the the dishes you better put that you're a felon because if they if they schedule you two to work at the same time by happenstance that's a violation you're going back to jail yeah what bro like how is this and acclimating goes further than just trying to find a job too. Like those are foundational like years in their lives. Bro. Yeah, and they were they were foundationally spent in prison, bro. And let and let's and let's don't even look past this. I have a lot of friends and family members who have been to prison. Mm. It is a very barbaric place to be. It is not an easy place to survive. Mm. So, and when you throw some kids in there, especially the Corey character, that he was in there like at Rikers with adults. Bro, you, you imagine come home 16 never being in trouble with the law Bro. and then sent to Rikers Island? Bro. It, uh, I can't even think of a culture shock. I mean, like, it's a, my culture shock was moving from uh, my parents' house to a dorm room. And I was, like, scared. Like, man, I don't really know anybody. Bro, Bro going from, from high school to Rikers Island with off of false with conviction gro- off with of a grown false men. conviction and they were like picking on him even the guards were getting him beat up Doe. it's like that was a scary thing that people that have bad agendas that have positions of power is very scary this white woman who just put it in her mind and that's that was the comparison I was having with R. Kelly because I feel like when R. Kelly was doing all the things he was doing with those you know with his victims he had people helping him mm-hmm. you can and, and then the guard was just having other inmates beat the kid up like for what and they yeah. were like what do you this this is the one thing I just didn't understand was like what do you got for me and then he came and gave him some cookies I was like you did this for some cookies <laughs> Yeah, this kid beat up for some cookies. What is wrong with you? It was just a very difficult. It was a hard watch for me. I I had to watch it in sections. I started watching it on the road. It took me maybe six sits to get through it. 
If we weren't going to talk about it on the podcast, I might have just stopped. I, 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 I had to watch comedy stuff after just to like to balance it out. Yeah, bro, I was just like. That's and that's what I used to always say. I used to always say like I was sick of them always annually making slave movies. It's yeah. like okay, we get it. We were slaves, but I feel like you just want to just keep. This is like a, a terrible well, reminder. We talked about this a little bit when we came back yesterday. Um, there is a place for those stories, and I'm glad people like Ava are making mm-hmm. them because yes. she has a certain skill right. and care mm-hmm. about the characters. Like I think the best part about the film. Is she showed us the humanity in our people, and I think when pe- they're not made by people of color, uh, right. black people, especially black women, then there's you know, but like they were just kidding. that man, that little moment, the the opening of the film where they were just like they getting ready to go kick it, fun. man, it was great. And then the next four hours just is like just pain and pain. So I'm glad there's people like Ava who are there to tell those stories that way, genuinely mm-hmm. and authentically, right. genuinely and authentic and with care. But I. I'm gonna tell other stories. Yes, regular, I want stories, stories of. I want Isaiah's story. Mm-hmm. No, you know what I mean. Like, where's the super bad for black for our, kids? Exactly. You know, I feel like dope was was an attempt at that, but that still has gang. You mm-hmm. know, stuff like that. I'm talking about these kids. The man, American Pie, and like all those. You know, yeah. um, uh, she's got to have it. And how to lose just a guy normal, in just normal stuff. Just regular high school stuff regular black people life that's not drug riddled not you know like um uh not pain not like trauma, what are like trauma induced trauma induced what I, can, about I the, can't my heart can't take like and i'm a grown man i'm 39 i was just like i i can't okay i don't want to watch this like yeah it's just too hard like it's just you know what i'm saying it's just so i do feel like that's a, a responsibility that we have just to yeah bring the funny and just bring the normalcy of yeah. Black people. And I, I mean, want people, white people, if you are fans mm-hmm. of this podcast, mm-hmm. I want you to watch it. Mm-hmm. I want you to examine yourself. Mm-hmm. I want you to examine the way you think things, think about things, because I'm sure it was a white person who called the police on us that day. We were up here, right. first moved in. I, you, we talked about this. I go and you know chat with all the people. I go mm-hmm. use the cleaner, say what's up to the acupuncturist, mm-hmm. all the people and stuff like that. But when it got loud, they were like, police, them. <laughs> it was either us or the other black people at the end of the road, and they have a church. They only here on Sundays. That's you know just, what I'm saying? Right. So, um, yeah. So, Kevin Stage Studios, we will be making the happy film. The funny stuff. I want to make the opposite, the the buddy comedies, the Beverly Hills, well, not Beverly Hills Cop because that's crime, but right. um, the, the the girls trips. Yeah, just, the, things, just things. the fun things of the normalcy of the black experience because this is just. These are important, though. This is no, important. For, for ed- oh, no. I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just reiterating. Yeah. I'm just reiterating. Because, Kevin and I, we were even talking about this. Where were we in? Tacoma. I don't even know where we were, but uh, like, yeah, because I was, I was seeing like even negative backlash about it just from like the trauma, which yeah. I get. Mm-hmm. I mean, to an extent, like you begin to understand, like, yes, seeing these types of films and and projects, it's it's like it's churning to your stomach and it, it's uncomfortable and it's like almost like beating the dead horse. But it's mm-hmm. just like if these aren't served as like an educational type, right. uh, yeah, type of type of way to to watch stuff and like understand these stories and they won't get out to the masses that informative part where you can sit and and show kids Mm -hmm. like my kids this is how it can go for you right right this is what they can do if you say anything they can adjust and manipulate the legal system they don't honor any of the rights the stuff the police did was grossly illegal but like they said at the end of the movie this is police investigating police they're never going to get in trouble for this you know Nobody what I mean? Linda Ferristein just is getting canceled on Twitter. Twitter. This thing happened almost 30 years ago. 
And the messed up this part crime was, happened thirty years ago. You know She's messed, just getting something. You know what the messed up part was when the when that one lawyer went back and started telling them like, look, somebody confessed. Da 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 da. We got the DNA. They still was just holding on to it. Like, so what? One of them got away. It was just like, what is wrong with y'all? Yeah, and I, I think it's that that you know, as we close on this topic, there's so much. And then Donald Trump learn. was in there. Uh, made me hate him even oh, more. Man, that was a great place. Like, why was you was in here? Placement for Trump. It's putting it's, up eighty k talking about bringing back the death penalty. And that that that's why stuff. white people love him. And that stuff frames people's minds. I didn't mean to say like all white people, but no. that's why the people that are racist love him because they were like, oh, he's with what we with. Yeah. Like, why was he even? Yeah. He had no business in that conversation. Absolutely. <sighs> okay. So okay. it's important for us to watch those type of things and, and learn about them. And what else is important is credit. Oh, credit yeah. is a journey and consolidating your debt can really help you improve your credit score. A credit consolidation loan from Lightstream can help you pay off high interest credit cards. So obviously, Melissa and I... Uh, shoot, this is about three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. We we used uh, consolidation. We consolidated our credits to uh, credit cards mm-hmm. on a loan, and that's how we. That's the first step we took in getting out of debt. Oh, we okay. consolidated all those in uh, balance transfers, and then we just knocked that out and consolidated again, knocked that out, and that's how we were able to get debt free. We've been debt free for about four years. You don't have no debt. No, no revolving debt. So I still have a student loan, but usually people say debt free. They mean they have no. Credit. Like you don't have like no credit card. Credit card. No. But I guess we, we. I'll just say we've been credit card debt free because the student loans okay. are still there. Right. So pay off your high interest credit cards with a credit consolidation loan from Lightstream. You can get a rate as low as five point nine five percent APR with auto pay, as much lower than that's much lower than the national average interest rate on credit card debt. Okay, so we've got a special offer just for our listeners. Apply today at Lightstream.com slash RR. R&R. And get an additional interest rate discount. That's Lightstream.com slash RR. RR. For an additional discount. L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash RR. RR. Subject to credit approval. Rate includes a 0.50% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply. And offers are subject to change without notice. Visit Lightstream.com slash RR. RR. For more information. All right. So from, you know, the black... The, the, the black experience sometimes being turbulent and rocky at times. We are going to transition to some black excellence. Let's pick now. it up a little Let's bit, man. Let's pick it up. Let's say some positive <laughs> things. Bless you, bless you, you. Kevin. Bless yeah, you. yeah. Jay-Z is a billionaire. Oh, yeah. Woo! A billion, One a million, billion, two a million, three million. He said it in his music back in the day that he would be a billionaire. And this is why I could never have taken Jay-Z off of my list when we did The One's Gotta Go. Oh, oh he's the first hip-hop billionaire. Keep that same energy, huh? Kev. Huh? For Marcy huh? Projects? Huh? Marcy, huh? Marcy. The crazy thing that was really inspiring, he started that journey at 26 years old. Mm-hmm. And look at that. What is, I, what is I mean, what, he, uh, he was selling drugs earlier. He shot but, his brother. You know, I get it. You know, you know what? <laughs> he went through some things. Yeah. I wanted to talk about that. Uh, there's so up. many. There's so many uh, famous families in America who who got their initial cash off. Well, let's just so many families who profited off of slavery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's just call it what it is. In the South, building land, building wealth, and passing that mm-hmm. off. Uh, bootlegging mm-hmm. when that was uh, when prohibition happened there's a lot of famous families some political mm-hmm. who Slaying made their that fortune drink. that way mm-hmm. well the Rockefeller family they had some dubious things so let's not let's Self-made. not say right. yeah mm-hmm. let's just 
pump the brakes yeah, on heat. You know, and when you're black and poor, you don't have many options to begin with. Right. So that forgive rock. me if he had to do what he had to do because I don't think it was black people who introduced crack into the New York. Oh, no. Oh, no. What oh, was no. I think it was the government? Yeah, the who, CIA. Who, who sanctioned you know the CIA used to drop guns in the hood in LA? Yes. And they used to fly cocaine in and they used the drug money to launder it so that they could fight um uh like deep cover wars, mm-hmm. Iran Contra, read about that during the Reagan administration. Mm-hmm. They were trying to overthrow governments in foreign countries. They couldn't use tax dollars, so they, they worked with drug lords to uh get cocaine and that used money from that to arm people to overthrow the government. system is corrupt. So Corruption. there was no black people. <laughs> the whole system is Throw the whole system away. And if you watch Narcos and uh, stuff like that, you see that you can't even move that amount of drugs without the government. Oh, <laughs> you can't move that amount of drugs without the government's approval. Right. So let's just take it easy. Right. But no, nah, but Hove, man, and this is why I'm telling you, this is why he was so influential. I'm trying to find this thing that, that listed out how he made his millions. Okay, I know he rap did that. was a small. It was, I know it was his liquor, real estate, three hundred million liquor, was title. The, uh, what was the what's the champagne brand? Uh, Ace of Ace Spades. Spades. Yeah, that that like part of that company was three hundred million. That's Rockwell's wow. bottle. Uh, hold on, let wait, 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 but, let's, but let's talk about what, how monumental these things are. Jay Z founded Ace of Spades because the owner or the creator or founder Cristal. of Cristal mm-hmm. was basically like trashing rappers for he was like we would just prefer if rappers didn't drink our our uh, champagne. Taking thousands like, and thousands of right. so Hov was like, all right, cool. Oh, started his own. Oh. And then he came okay. out with Duce. Bet. He came out with Duce his own was thing. another one. Duce uh, the JV. Right. Hold on. All right, here we go. 310 million from Armand de Brignac Champagne. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cash and investments, including a stake in Uber, 70 million. Uh, or 70 million. I think the stake of that led up to 220 million. Duce, 100 million. Title, 100 million. Rock Nation, seventy-five million. Music catalog, seventy-five million. Art collection, seventy million. Come on, man. Come and that's on. that's only in art. That's only gonna appreciate. I buy some artwork for one million. Two weeks later, that's two million. I can't wait to get it to my children, man. Real estate, fifty million dollars. And so that's here's only the crazy thing, though, Joshi. He's not making a billion dollars if he only. Stays focused in music. Oh no, no He's shot. diversified his portfolio. He's got a hundred and seventy-five, two hundred and fifty million. So th- those different streams, man. That you know he. So he 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 put two million into Uber, right? Mm. And I think that netted him like seventy million. He tried to wire. He wired five more million to the Uber CEO mm-hmm. to get more to increase his holdings. And the dude wired it back. First like, of nah. all, imagine that just popping up in your account and you sending it back. That's you're gonna wire. First of all, imagine a cash a, if amount, a cash app comes in for five M's. I'm not seeing anybody First for two weeks. All, Somebody two- sent me 85 bucks in cash app and I sent it back and I was like, ball it. <laughs> First of all, putting in two million and getting back 70? What is That's a that's lot of crazy. percentages. Dough. That's, shout out to home. That now you see a, why I couldn't take him off? You didn't know. I'm just saying, like that's inspirational to me that a guy. Who'd you Marcy, take off? Barack Obama and Michelle. Remember on Power uh. Couples? <laughs> <laughs> that's, but that's what I'm talking about the hip hop. Uh, no, but, but that's why I'm saying, like, this is what's inspiring to me. Somebody that comes from the inner city, and you know what's you know great what about mean? it. So the thing I think I love the most about Jay Z becoming a billionaire mm-hmm. is he used his money to help Twenty One Savage fight. Come on, fight man, case. Meek Mill. He helped Meek fight his legal case. He's putting all these kids through college. It's like that black billionaire Robert F. Smith who put. Uh, forty million. He's a billionaire as well. He mm-hmm. paid forty million of the student loans uh, for, for all the Morehouse class. Mm-hmm. 
bro, you know how freeing that is bro. to be saddled with debt. Mm, it's a good ride off too. Oh, it's absolutely oh, yeah. right. It's a great ride. But he also didn't have to ride it off. <laughs> yeah, he right. could have rode off a plane if mm-hmm. he wanted. But he decided to reinvest these kids. In their life is yeah. so much more you can do when, you empowering. Have, right. when you're not riddled by debt. And I was just like, dang. I mean, is this when you hear his music now? Like, even in his music now, when he's talking about getting artwork and sending it down to his children, like, just starting like lifelong legacy like you said that there's a lot of people that profited off slavery well now you got a guy like Jay-Z his kids and his kids 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 will all benefit from he things that he's doing the now system. oh my god beat what's, what's crazy is he was probably a billionaire at the end of 2018 and then everything just finalized and then this list finally came out oh yeah or yeah. Forbes finally put oh. it out Uber, Uber, Uber's public uh, IPO probably was like okay you're for sure a billionaire he saw his percentage he's like mm, yeah like and it. Beyonce rumor is she took uh she was supposed to get paid two or three million to perform at Uber's uh, headquarters, mm-hmm. and she said, "Nah, give me equity instead." And that's, that's took such it a in boss. stock. How can you not say that? Tell me that's not the boss's couple out here. Are you kidding me? That's <laughs> equity, crazy. They, that, if that if that's true, because I didn't see any from. Uh, I believe you. But if, if that's true, they flipped four million into a hundred and forty million dollars. And then look what they did with the Netflix thing. Like I'm gonna do this she concert anyway. One performance, but pay me and let's put this and give me another sixty million. One performance, she turned her eight million dollar payday from Coachella into six a, a deal with Netflix for sixty million dollars. And you had the nerve to to take them off your list as a power couple. You well for Barack Obama. You, you like, the first, like I mean, he's just you first took off Jay and Beyonce. He's just first black president. Just for just first black president. <laughs> but you took off Jay and Beyonce. He's Look at what they do it out here. He, do you do you know how many presidents were for for black before Barack? How None? many? None. How many? How many? What how, black people were in the White House that weren't working there? And what hip hop? Who lived at the White House before? What person? Who built the White House? Slave. What hip hop? From slaves to president. What hip hop personality became a billionaire? From slaves to the highest office in the land, leader of the free world. Billionaires, hove. That's why you wear fake chains. Shut up. You know Your who else was copying that blueprint too? Who? Nipsey Hussle. Ah, oh, man. Not to bring the energy down, but it's it's like you start seeing that. the energy down. He was doing a great thing. He was doing, his legacy lives on. The marathon continues. Absolutely. But it's just like, it's like, man. Because yeah. now now you see, I mean, Hov's not done either. All that yeah, stuff's no. just going to appreciate. But it's, and it's he's cr- putting it in the music. He's putting a message in the music. That's that's the one thing I love about Jay is that we've seen him evolve. The same guy that created Big Pimp and did 444. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so refreshing. And, like, I've gone to therapy before. So to hear an album like 444, I'm like, oh, he went to therapy too. He's yeah. being very self-aware. I'm so glad we in the black community, we are lifting the stigma yeah. of therapy and mental health oh yeah because man, shout out to Charlemagne the guy for, for um, his uh, Shook One's book he, he talks a lot about yeah 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 you mental know, anxiety health and, and anxiety. yes yes uh, <clears throat> I'm so glad we're doing that because it's it's so important to know that it's it's okay because okay even when I was growing up it. it was like you can only go to church for that you thug it out have you have, have, have you seen man. the therapist yet because I know you've been flirting with the idea I haven't yet, but I have plans to. Oh, I think that you should. I want to hear about it when you go. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, well, moving on from black excellence and first hip hop billionaires to getting canceled in record time <laughs> for going viral. Okay, so do we have this guy's name? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I never got his actual name. We never name. got the guy's name, but but if we could put the video in and post. But you guys know, this. basically it was a guy working mm-hmm. at Best Western. No, right. no, he was working at another hotel. Oh, yeah, he was working at another hotel. Yeah. The Best Western was next door. Yeah. Lady had called in and called him the N-word. 
he didn't much appreciate. No, he no like it. He said, I don't like, like it. I don't so like she was trying to check in, and he was just like, no, you called me the N-word. And she was like, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, I'm my, my mama's sick, man. Come on, man. Come <laughs> on, man. Nah, man, I can't. It's above me. It's above it's me. It's above. Now. He would not let her check it's in. Above. It was so funny. So it was the a best thing. question is across the street. He was like, you can go. And he was just very, I, I did feel like he was a, I mean, I understand she called him a name, but I was like, He's really standing upon this. Like, hey, can you like, imagine getting called the N word at work I, and then like, and let me check in this hotel? I do understand that, but I also understand like, geez, like ladies here, mom just. Are, I don't just, care. I'm just saying, like, that's, no, that's I'll white be women tears. People. White women tears. It, but, they do something crazy and then they became and then they become the victim. But if you, if if, if regardless of your the color of your skin, if you say something crazy to me, I'll be mad. But if you apologize and you have your mother with you, and you need to check it to a hotel. No, the mother is the one who said it. Oh Jesus. Okay. Well, in any event, I would just, I even though I'd be mad, I'd be like, all right, man, go check in your room. He I, stood on that, but I'm not mad at him. Love me now. So it, it was, it went viral. The video went viral. Oh yeah. There was talks of like merch getting ready to get pressed up. No, he all, he has he has templates. Like, it's up. above me. Like, right? It's above me now. <laughs> they went and looked at his back. They <laughs> looked up. Now, mind you, he's just a regular dude. He's just a clerk. They looked up his own tweets. He was. <laughs> Shaming the trans community, and he's gay, and he's he's gay, he's gay himself. Yes, so he's gay, and he was shaming the trans. He community. was like one of his tweets was like, nah, "I know I'm gay and I'm in sin, but y'all, <laughs> now that's a whole so nother level." They canceled him that quickly because <laughs> he was the same thing he yeah, was hey, yeah, upset about. It. Like it was just so he got canceled in record My time. My thing is about this is interesting. Twitter only lets you go back, I think, 3,500 tweets if you're just, like, scrolling, mm-hmm. right? People really will search your Twitter name, trans, the F word, the N word, and just cross-reference to see if you ever like, talk mm-hmm. Nazi, Hitler, <laughs> uh, Obama. They'll check all the boxes before they decide to support you. Right. And he, they searched his name in trans, and they was like, oh. And then, and then he tried to come back and apologize. And no, first, he doubled down. Oh y'all crazy y'all, the double y'all can't cancel me and then the internet was like first of all oh, first of all we can't? you just got anointed <laughs> 24 hours ago you can absolutely be canceled for any <laughs> if anyone can be canceled it's you hotel guy and now people were like oh we oh, can't you, oh, and, really? we, and we go and somebody mm-hmm. <laughs> first tweeted and we keeping the phrase we just <laughs> we gonna get rid of you we keeping it's above me now <laughs> and we just not we not buying your shirt but if somebody else makes a shirt we'll buy it that's just that just shows us th- that has to be the Guinness world the Guinness world record for, for being canceled quickest ascension in cancellation that was all in the same I was like nine hours but at the same time the energy people energy because everybody was behind this guy uh-huh. oh you right King don't let them do this to you and then he found out what he said get out of here you <laughs> bum and your shirt but give us the phrase we'll wear it <laughs> That was just, jeez, jeez oh, Louise. That was, so shout out to hotel clerk guy for- First of for, all, clerk is an old word. Is it? Clerk? clerk? Who says clerk? What, do you, what would you call him? A uh, front desk person, a uh, hotel worker. Front desk person? That just sounds stupid. So, <laughs> Don't call uh, him clerk. What do you call him? Front desk person? <laughs> concierge? What do you call people really? Concierge? Yeah. Concierge, well, that, concierge is different. That's the people who who works at the hotel and tells you where to go eat. Don't cast your aspersions on me. I just want to use the word aspersions. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> so to to the next topic that if actually flows perfectly. So you got a guy getting canceled to a guy that 
is built like an Adonis and a Greek warlord getting knocked out by somebody built like me. Like me. <laughs> Anthony or Andy Ruiz oh. Jr. is the heavyweight champion oh. of, the world. of the world. Out there looking like he worked he, on transmissions. And he built like the world. <laughs> I feel seen. Oh, This so, is a testament to overlooking your opponent and Anthony getting punched Joshua. There's time. room for you. A Anthony lot. Joshua. Huh? <laughs> Anthony Joshua, who is the uh, he was the the heavyweight champion of the world, and um, he's really really buff guy, and he's super tall. He's like right. six handsome six. fellow. Yes, so he was out here British, British Hello, accent. Governor. Yeah, so he was ducking uh, Deontay Wilder. He was like you know he said he wasn't ducking him, he but he, ducking. he ain't ducking him. And so he he was supposed to fight this other dude named Big Baby. Yeah, Big Baby ba- Miller or something Big like Baby that. Miller, but Butter- he was Big doping Bean up. Miller. Yeah, yeah. He was doping up. So he had to just take this guy who had, you know who had DM some DM, DM a dude on Twitter, on hey, Instagram. Check your DM. I can fight. What is it? I, fight me. I fight he. <laughs> like, and so he fought this dude, and the dude looked like he was in terrible shape and beat the brakes off of him. Like, mm. he, I think the Joshua Yo, became he, the, <laughs> He beat the soul out of him. He beat the accent out of him. After he came back, he was like, nah, man, word up, B. He was like, ain't you from Britain? Like, nah, son. <laughs> yeah, son. Ah, he beat the accent out of him. How you beat the geographic location out of somebody? The best meme I ever saw <laughs> was Ray Rod 747. He had him punching the soul out of Anthony Joshua. Oh, when he got the, the soul walked with the out curb of the your enthusiasm music. And walked to the airport <laughs> and flew back to, to dog. the UK. He, dog. dog, it's so funny. And he it was said just that was fluffy. <laughs> fluffy retweeted my video. Really? Yeah, he said I hit him like this, and then I hit him like this, and then he hit the. Come say this a piso. He hit the floor and it's a done done like that. I put that with Fluffy. Fluffy reposted you? Fluffy reposted it. Shout out to Fluffy. It was so good, man. It was, man. we love, first of all, I kind of never thought, I never thought Anthony Joshua was going to fight uh, Deontay mm-hmm. Wilder, and now he probably never will. No, we don't want to see that. This is that would be just. Do you want to see uh, Ruiz Jr.? What if he beat Deontay Wilder? Mm. That, would be, that would be, he would be the underdog story from. Do you ever watch Great White Hype? I think I the watched it watch years ago with Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember it enough to know parts of it, he but I remember fat. watching it. He got fat. He got. <laughs> but dude, just like, and he was very comfortable with being fat. He was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's going to be in Greed 3. <laughs> <laughs> but so, I love, hey, but no, he was training, though. And that's the thing about boxing. Right. You don't have to have muscle to be in fighting shape. Oh, Because yeah. I found a video of him training, and he, he was, was nice. Wild quick. And he let had that, stamina, and Joshua was tired in like the first two rounds. And let that be a lesson to y'all. Like, don't just think because people are big and fat that they can't knock you out. Like, it's like, if you fat know how to punch with your, with your weight, you can hurt somebody. He punched through his face. He, he punched him, him with, in the back of the ear. From like, the front. And said, do you hear me now? <laughs> like, how you punch somebody in the back of the ear? That threw his whole equilibrium off. He was oh, on a merry-go-round. Oh, man. That was woo. So shout out to uh, Anthony Joshua and shout out to us. Yeah, sure. We had man. We let's talk about that. We had let's talk. You want to talk about the travel day? The travel day from hell. hell. We were flying from Seattle. Wild. We had a great weekend of shows. Short, yes, short we're in Oakland. Shout out Oakland. Yee, shout yee. out Oakland. Denver. Denver. Mm. Uh, two Oakland shows. Denver, Seattle. All mm. great. Right. 
We have one Monday show in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Mm. Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. What about it? Which mm-hmm. was a late edition. Which and we knew it wasn't going to be, the, the numbers weren't crazy. It was a smaller oh, boy, comedy club. Oh, club like, sent me the numbers at first, yeah. 27 tickets sold. And, and we were still keeping our word. That was like four weeks ago. And we were still keeping our word, like we're going to pull up. So yeah, but by the time we got there, so mm. it was sold out. Mm. Nearly sold out. Mm. We fly from, first of all, I don't know why Delta even allows you to book this flight. This is just We fly stupid. from Seattle, Washington. Mm-hmm. That plane is what, 20, 25 minutes late? It was. Mm-hmm. 25 minutes late. We fly to Vancouver, uh, Canada. Right. When you fly, this and is then the our next flight thing. was from Vancouver to Edmonton. Mm. Now, this is my first time doing this, so if you guys are experienced travels, travelers, nobody on our trip had ever had to do this before. It was dumb. You had to clear, well, nobody had to do it in this amount of time. Right. Our flight, we had, at best, an hour and a half layover. With the delayed flight, we had it's like, like 45 minutes. 45 minutes. We had to clear customs. Mm-hmm. Then we had to get our bags, take the bag tags off, recheck in. So wait, so let's with just- a different let's put that, airline, put that, With a different airline. Put that airline. in perspective. That's never happened. So when you do have connecting flights, they take your bags and your bag ends up at your destination. You don't yes. have to get out, wait for the carousel thing, find your bag. Because I've had it. to clear customs before, mm-hmm. before making another flight. Right. We flew to, I think, Italy- we had to clear customs in Paris before going to Italy or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was it. Right. So we had to clear customs, but our bags were already going to the the other uh, the plane to, right. to Italy. Was it the same airline? We had because the same airline. Okay. Right. We had to clear customs and get our own bags, and then go through a long line, and then check in our bags, and then check in and again in security. I I, I I was like, I thought it was a joke. I was like, this isn't even possible. There's no. So, so we the, get to the line. They're just like. Fam, y'all, she was like, y'all ain't making it. She's like, maybe they could make it. They was like, shut up. Shut up. (laughs) You really did. Back of the line. She's like, no. Shut up. So they took us out of line, Mm -hmm. walked us to the front. The lady's like, they're not going to make it. She's like, all right, y'all go get back in the back of the line. Like, like, what? what? Now we're definitely not going to make it. And then it was a 20-minute flight. So then the next, all right, we're going to get you on the 2 o'clock flight. Get to the front thing. Ah, 2 o'clock flight sold out. Partner airlines shouldn't be that difficult. No, man. Why would they even book? Why would Delta... Even allow us to do that in that time. And shout out to that rude guy who came up to the counter. Oh we were up there my god! He's like, "Hey man, I've been waiting, man." We're like, "Sir, get back in line." But I've been waiting in the line. My flight won't fly get away. Back over there and wait, sir. <laughs> so then we he do all, his flight too. We was all mad. So we do all of that. Get on to the three o'clock flight. Flight and then and then a dude just randomly passes out. Oh he my fell. gosh! All I you heard was about that. He tripped. He tripped. He tripped like he was trying to put his bag up because it happened in the row right next to me. I felt bad. He was like, "Oh, you old, see it happen?" Older guy. Yeah, he's he's an elderly guy. I didn't mean to laugh. His uh, <laughs> he was going up and You're his ankle got caught on the seat, and then he just bloop. Yeah, he was. But then, but this was the stupid part. Okay, if he falls, okay, and if he got any some medical attention, I'm with that. Escort him off and then go do your thing. I mean, Bro, they, yeah, they, so waited tw- they waited 30 minutes. Oh the EMTs came in there and looked at him like, yeah, yeah, he fell. <laughs> All right, we're out of here. Didn't take him, didn't leave. It's like, so you just came to look they at him. They had like eight, eight EMTs Came in there with stretchers, didn't put him on it. No, it was just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then backups mm-hmm. for them came in another 10 minutes later. And then so finally we, we, we take the flight, get there. We're supposed to be at the show at 7. We get to the plate. We, we get to the airport at six. at six. No, now, when doors are supposed to open, we landed. We la- oh, no, no, we landed at six oh five. We didn't get out of the airport till like six thirty because right. we still had to get our bags. And then we still had to get there. I, we didn't even get to go to the hotel. And then the show is in the literally the mall in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, <laughs> where the show is at. Is literally not not even exaggeration for for comedic effect. 
It is literally the biggest mall in North America. It's period. huge. It had a hockey ring. They had a uh, skating rink. Uh, water park too. Ring in there. And they had a place that had popcorn. that had jalapenos in it. Did you I get just, some? No, I just wanted to point that fact out. So now we got to find the venue in the biggest mall in North America. <laughs> North America. We walk. We finally get to the club. We walk through. The audience is already sitting down, 7.15, 7.20. And then we proceeded to have an amazing show. And we walked what did they, they start clapping. What did they do when we walked in, though? They started clapping. They start clapping. That filled all your guys' uh, tank, too. I know. Oh, yeah. Shouts. I'm, I'm a shout-out. Canadian fans, man. Canadian, Canadian fans. fans. Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. What a bullet. Yes. There was a lot of love in that room. I love the diversity that Canada holds. The the East African population. So many hijabs. Amazing. Mm -hmm. So much love. So much love. Big fan. Big fan of Canada. Yeah, but the weird thing about 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 Canada, it was like almost eleven o'clock and it was still light outside. Oh that, was my, that son was like, hey man, I'm I was here just now. waiting for the lichens to come out. I thought we were going to get attacked by monsters. So after the show, Joshua Doboy, Dobithius, and myself decide <laughs> we're going to walk to Tim Hortons because we deserve a milkshake. That we have is. had the worst day of our life. And milk and cream and, and cookie crumbles will so, make us feel better. <laughs> That's what we came to the conclusion of. I've had a terrible day. What do I need? Milk and cream milkshake and Milkshake wasted. <laughs> so, we, so we walk. To this Tim Hortons, it feels like it's. It, were we, like, side though, we were walking on a freeway. I don't know what was walking on a freeway. It wasn't the freeway. It was, it was like a highway. Maybe it wasn't even the highway. It was a one. It's a it one way three street. Lane. It was three lane. But it was still. We were walking next to a pretty busy road, the right. four lane road, and they were it walking was, was trying wide. to get to, to Tim Robbins. Tim Hortons. We get there. Mm-hmm. We order milk. No, 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 no. You missed a, a key part. Oh, the Uber. Yeah. <laughs> So Kevin's is like, nah, man, I just knew it was right here, man. Let's Uber. <laughs> so it was like, all right. He was like, really, it's, it's far away. We get in there, literally, it's 250 feet away. He has the guy, he was like, man, I'm sorry, man. Has the guy, a 20 in American dude, just looks at it like 20. It's a, it's, what is that? We're, we were literally in that guy's car for but, 88 seconds. Right. It was like, here, here's this. Then we go in there. This dude that's working the counter clearly doesn't want to be there oh my god we're like we order a couple of shakes he looks like we ordered something that wasn't on the menu first of all half of the menu wasn't even available yeah. oh my we're like, man god. let me get a croissant i know have that we don't have bread what do you have bread what do you mean bread <laughs> then we order milkshakes he puts no love in they're the wateriest milkshakes ever it just looked like the milk was really shaking it like, looked like we didn't mean this in a literal sense sir what? <laughs> it was the loosest mi- loose. He made he loose made Nes- milkshake. He made Nesquik and he chopped some ice chips That's and threw exactly it. Exactly what he did. And then and Kevin then grabbed it and spilled on his head. I was like, the day can end no That's how I knew the milkshake was trash. A yes. true milkshake. If you knock it over, it's holding. It shouldn't thick. even. It, uh, it Especially should. with how how fresh it was just made. That yes. should hold some weight. No, it, if, you know, if you have a frosty, you drop it. You'll have time. Right. This thing was all over the floor. It was all over my arm. And then because Kevin's a nice guy and Josh's a nice guy, they grab a bunch of napkins. Up, start cleaning up. It's like a minute and a half passes. I'm like, all right, guys, stop. And the mop is Dude right was there. just sitting there watching. Y'all like, mm-hmm. He was like, are you going to clean this? Like, oh, I can't. Like, why did you say that two minutes ago when they were sitting there cleaning up this? And song? the mop is right you there. You made this juicy, wet, loose shake, and then you didn't, even help, didn't even help clean it up. Then we just get out of there. We all throw our shakes away. And then we go back Josh to Josh threw room. his shake away and he missed the trash missed can outside. It was just like, I felt I like that like, was just the walking. universe just being like, I told you bad day. <laughs> You don't get nothing. <laughs> but no. the next day was great. Next day was Edmonton amazing. Airport, we oh cleared customs God. in three minutes. Oh you got God. your global entry. Global entry. You're good. You're good. TSA pre-check for ten years now. TSA pre-check, man. You got the it card was, on the way, just in time to go to 
Love we're going to Toronto next month and, and Amsterdam. I love Life is it. good, man. We love y'all. Thank y'all for rocking with us. Oh, that's the end of the episode? Up. Yeah, we're running out of time. Oh. And we're starting a little bit later than usual mm-hmm. uh, because we, we shoot, when we booked the tour, we didn't, we weren't, we weren't doing Ratchets and Ratchet yet. No. Yeah. Dang, that's crazy. When I booked this tour, we didn't even we hadn't even started doing Ratchets and Ratchet yet. And Josh made a great point. Now that I'm on the tour, we be shooting on the road and stuff, so it comes in handy. Oh yeah. Never fine. So we'll see y'all next week. Uh God bless you, God keep you. We'll see you at the club. We love y'all.